Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns. Burroughs Furniture is built for the way you live. From ensuring easy assembly and disassembly to honoring highly requested new colors for their award-winning seating, they always have their customers in mind. Their modular seating is made out of durable materials to last and grow with you. And with Burrow, you always get fast, free shipping. Get up to 60% off during Burrow's Memorial Day sale at burrow.com slash ACAST. That's burrow.com slash ACAST. Burrow.com slash ACAST. Hello and welcome to a special episode of Pearl Mania 500. That's right, this is Mrs. Pearl Mania's idea. It's a new, different episode, and we're going to let you know what that is about. I also just want to make a couple announcements here at the top of the show. First thing, I do want to apologize for our last episode, Girl Defined. We recorded on the wrong microphone, and by we, <laughs> I mean me. Uh, we use Audacity to edit. I plugged my webcam in and, and did not realize that the entire time we were recording, almost two hours, was not recorded through the USB mic that was between us, but was actually recording from the webcam mic that was behind me. So we sounded great. Yeah, so that's the reason why we sound extra out of a cave. Uh, that being said, because of all of the Patreons that we have been receiving, we are now going to be able to invest in new equipment. Uh, we are beginning our search for that equipment now. Uh, where it's going to be a little bit of time before we have that together. So again, thank you to all the Patreons. Speaking of the Patreons, 
Uh, we just posted the newest poll. Oh, man. The second poll is up. We are not going to tell you what the options are. you got to go to patreon.com slash And you got to go vote, okay? Yep. And uh, a few, quite a few of you have reached out and said thank you so much for the shout-outs. And some of you guys have given more than the $5 team lead amount. I am trying to figure out how to give you team lead access anyway because you have gone above and beyond. Oh, that's how you get a promotion. Yeah, that you go is from how. Go team leader to uh, executive? Regional manager. Oh, okay. I believe that I'm a regional manager <laughs> regional at that ma- point. <laughs> so to all of our regional managers out there, I'm going to, I'm trying to figure out through Patreon. This is all new for us. Mm-hmm. Uh, first time for all of us. And uh, I'm desperately asking Mrs. Promania to stop playing with change Oh, I'm sorry. You got all these Dungeons and Dragons dice everywhere. Yeah. Like, I'm just not supposed to be... It's all going to be picked up on the actual mic that's oh, hanging between us. Oh, fine. Uh, so with that being said, we are going to do a special episode. Mrs. Promania, do you want to explain what this episode is before I hit our first bumper? Yeah, sure. So... Basically, um, our TikToks became really famous because we lore dump on each other all the time. Yes. Sometimes we just look at each other and go, you need to know all these things that are in my brain right now. And one way that that happens a lot in our household is every time I read a book, (laughs) that I finish that book, and then I need to immediately go tell Alex everything that happened in that book and lore dump on him like I'm in my own book club alone while he just stares at me blankly. Um, it's never usually an issue because he's not reading the same books or any books, if we're being honest. He's giving me a dirty look. But um, so I thought it would be fun if I just did my usual uh, book lore dump on him right now while we record. And um, I would like to say, though, there are going to be spoilers Because I always spoil the book because he's never going to read it. So if you listen to this podcast, spoiler alert, we'll put the name in the title and we'll say it's a spoiler alert. But if this is something that people like, I'm going to spoil all of the books. I can't be trusted to not because I'm just going to tell him everything I remember from the book from my mind, which isn't, um, you know... So we should probably call it Mrs. Pearlmania's Book Club. Yeah. And then... Uh, Hash, hashtag, uh, spoiler alert. <laughs> so we'll call it MPBC and then the name of the book moving forward. So whenever we do these random episodes, again, this we're recording this here on a Wednesday, so it's going to come out late Wednesday night, early Thursday, and uh, we will have that all together for you guys. Uh, so, with that being said, I'm going to hit that first bumper, and then you are going to yell an entire book at me. Yeah. Okay. Pearlmania, 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 500. All right. Go ahead and hit me with that book. <laughs> um, you don't want me to physically hurt you with books. No. I mean, okay. you have in the past. Wow. Okay. Now you there's actually emotionally accus- damaged me with a couple books over the years. Yeah, of course. Because you recommend me books, you know I'm not going to read them, and then you get mad at me that I don't read them, and then Uh, you give mm, them away, and as you're about to give them away to somebody, you look me dead in the eyes, and you say, I got this book for Alex, it's super good, he never read it. Yeah, well, no, that is, uh, there's an extra layer there, in that I'm like, you would really like this, and then you don't read it, 
So then I go crazy with like, why won't you just read it? Because I know you'll like it, but you won't. So then I have to look at you in like a passive aggressive way and be like, I'm going to give this to someone who else who actually cares about me yeah. and my opinions about things. Which in this case is our listeners. So let's go. <laughs> What's the book? So uh, the most recent book I read this week was a book called House of Hunger by Alexis Henderson. Okay. And so this book was crazy. And I think you're going to like it because it's about blood maids. What? Blood maids. What's a blood maid? Let me tell you what a blood maid is. Um, the aristocracy in this book, the rich, the elite, they believe in the rejuvenating and powerful, um, aspects of human blood. Okay. So this book is kind of like vampires, right? It's got this Victorian era vampire vibe thing going. Okay. It's also kind of like Hunger Games, right? Like the, the energy of the book reminded me of reading Hunger Games when I was younger. Um... But so this character, her name is Marion. You meet her. She is uh, has grown up in the slums of what they're calling the Southern, which is like the Southern part of this fantasy realm is like the industrialized inner city, right? So she grew up in, the way they described it, it just sounds like industrialized England in the Victorian era, okay. right? Classic. And, you know, smog covered streets. She works for, as a maid, a regular smuggler maid, Yeah. for a very wealthy lady. Wait, real quick. So fantasy, is it like, are we talking about like 1600s fantasy or are we, because in like European, or are we talking about steampunk fantasy? European, not we, steampunk. Well, steampunk and European are kind of hand in hand, but I, but I mean, you're like pre-Jack the Ripper? I think, like, right at the cusp of Jack the Ripper. So, like, right before Jack the Ripper. Yeah. Okay, so we're, we're, that's the world we're picturing. Yes, that's okay. it. That's the fantasy, that dark... It's, like, dark in the sky because there's so much coal and dirt and industrial okay. stuff happening. Okay. And all of the working class there is living in abject poverty, being exploited. And the main character, Marion, is one of them. Her parents died when she was younger. It's just her and her brother... And her brother's addicted to drugs. They don't. They have like different terminology for them, of course. But he's clearly addicted to some type of opiate that he's going out into the streets to find, right? Mm-hmm. And she and ha- she became friends with this other girl that uh, they used to be pickpockets together. I love a good pickpocket story. So every day they have to take their lunch break at noon because uh, the law of the land is that all people have to take a one-hour break because so many people were dying at work because they were being worked to the bone. Okay. Right? So they're like, uh, labor laws, everybody gets one-hour break out of the potential 23 other hours they have to work, right? Okay, yeah, yeah. (laughs) They're like, you get your one hour and you like it. So every uh, day she goes and meets up with her friend who who was a pickpocket with her when they were younger, but, like, when they turned, like, 16 or something, they stopped pickpocketing because then they would get arrested. When you're a little kid, you didn't get arrested for such things, yeah. right? So they meet, they smoke a cigarette, they talk shit, and her friend works at a factory doing something dangerous. It reminded me, I, like, don't remember, but it was kind of like Radium Girls, you know, like, yeah, yeah. doing something that, like, is, like, monotonous and is probably putting you at risk. Um, so... The one of the things they do is the girl that works at the factory always like steals or comes upon a newspaper and then they like go through the newspaper together. This is their big thing. And they read um, 
the marriage announcements. Okay. Right? And so, as you do, that's the big news back then. <laughs> Who's getting married? Who's getting married? We don't have food. Oh, <laughs> Lord Skellington died. Uh oh. Yeah. Um, so they are reading the thing, and in the it's not called match, it's called like something else, some type of announcements. And they are reading them, and they see this announcement, and it's all written in red, where like the rest of the ink is black, right? Oh my okay. god, pay attention, it's in red. And they're, it's asking for a blood maid okay. to the north. So the way that it's set up is like the south, like I said, is the industrial city. Which is where they live. Where they live. Yeah. And then in the very north is where all of the aristocracy lives. Okay. Very, four very wealthy families. Maybe like six, but the other two are like, you know, subset breakoffs. Like they're not the rich, rich. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Four main rich ones. Okay. So big castles, lots of land, all the wealth up north. Okay. And so they see this ad, and the one girl that works at the factory, I do not remember her name, uh, is like, oh my god, that's disgusting, blah, blah. And the, our main character, Marion's like, did you see what it's paying, though? Yeah. You saw, <laughs> did you see what it's paying? And the ad was, like, really kind of gross. It was like, must be under the age of 19 and have supple skin. Like, you know, it's like, uh, suspicious. Red yeah, flags yeah, and yeah. red ink, yeah. right? Yeah, it's, it's like reading a Craigslist ad where it's like must have all toes. <laughs> You're like, You're oh, like whoa, no. whoa, whoa. Wait, but how much you paying though? I yeah. got I got lots of toes right now. <laughs> Real quick, before you go deeper into this, yeah. speaking of Craigslist ads, it does remind me of when people come across those Craigslist ads where like, we'll let you live with me for free. Must clean my house while <laughs> naked. Cannot make eye contact. Yeah. Must be available for sex oh, at all hours. It's oh. like, dude, you just, what? So, wait, you interrupted me and I don't remember where I was. Oh, Craigslist. Okay. Yeah. So, they, the other thing is, the girl that works at the warehouse, that's her friend, right? She doesn't, um, she doesn't want her, anyone to become a blood maid, right? So, like, the way that she starts, like, kind of aggressively talking shit on this blood maid job is very, what I would describe, like, a Catholic talking about something that's, like, a sin. Yeah. She's like, oh, that's the worst thing you could ever do. Giving up your soul to be a blood maid. And I was just like... Oh, okay. Like, as I'm reading it, I'm like, oh, I see. We're talking about the morality of giving up your blood versus this seems like a pretty good deal. So, but at this point, <laughs> has anyone explained what a blood maid does? No. They're all just like, it's evil. Yeah. Okay. There's just, the subsect is like, this is evil. And the main character is just like, but I would love, money. hear me out, money, but also to fucking leave. Yeah. Because if she took the job, she gets to move up north. Yeah. And live in, like, a castle in lap of luxury. Uh-huh. All right? And so that, you know, she's just living in squalor, and she's like, I don't know, guys. <laughs> Soul schmoll. Have you considered warm beds? Yeah. So then you... What's this book called again? Oh, let me uh, bring it back. It's called House of Hunger. Okay, yeah. I just wanted to make... Just wanted to know <laughs> where we're going with this. I just wanted to verify... <laughs> Because that's one thing that happens to me sometimes when I'm reading a book that I don't know. Is like, the title is kind of, hey, yeah, this ain't going to be good. Yeah. But you forget what the title is sometimes. You forget what the cover looks like. And yeah. you showed me the cover and it's just like a very frail woman in a dress. Yeah. In a red dress. And she her neck is covered and slightly bleeding. Yeah, 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 yeah. And she has that really round face. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I got you. Oh, see, I think she has more like a Gina Davis jawline. She's got that good Gina Davis jaw. Her head is almost square. 
I think that's because she's supposed to look a little malnourished. Yeah, I know, but look at her head again. Her head is almost square. <laughs> that's not a person. That's a that's a AI artwork. You can't of a say square. square head. I learned from that TV show we watched that that is an insult. Oh, which one was that? That was not Tombstone. Uh, the fucking Deadwood. Well, Deadwood. Yeah, oh, God, I love we should that. bring Squarehead back. <laughs> no, I think we should rewatch Deadwood. Yeah, definitely. That was but get great back game. to your book. Okay. Which is like watching a TV show in your brain. Yeah. Because the my brain has a bigger budget and won't go off track like fucking Game of Thrones and ruin the ending. Not that book series, though, because obviously that's... It's never ended. I know. Okay, so It's wait. the real never-ending story. So then Marion, who is, like, thinking about this, and she's like, maybe I should do it, maybe not. What? She's toying with this idea. Yeah. This huge life change. So she it's goes a back... giant square head. Okay. So she goes home to her apartment that she shares with her brother, and he is uh, dope sick, and he wants money. Okay. It's a whole thing. One bedroom or two bedrooms? No bedrooms. Whoa! Efficiency. Oh. And they don't have any furniture because they keep having to burn it to keep warm. Okay. Right? So, like, this is not good. Yeah. And they don't have food for dinner, so they're just drinking hot tea. And it's like a whole thing. Okay. And because every time they get money, he steals the money to go buy drugs. Oh, wow. So Joe Biden's America's terrible. Alex. What? No one, this is not America. This is Brexit's fault, if anything. Okay. <laughs> so, I blame Liz Truss. <laughs> so... Um, they get into an argument, he finds the advertisement in her pocket, right? Yep. And they get into a tuffle, and he's like, fine, you can have it back, even though he kept threatening to burn it, right? Because he's like, you're no sister of mine's gonna be a blood maid, you're my blood, that means you're mine, right? Like, real weird. Even though he's, like, super into heroin? Super into heroin. Okay. Um, and so... Gotta love that. Gotta love a <laughs> junkie on his pedestal. <laughs> That's where they stay. Yeah. Okay. So because well, he's, do- he's dope dipping while he's standing up there. Let me be high and mighty as I fall asleep standing. So up. then he gives her back the advertisement. Okay. He puts it into her pocket of her coat, and he's like, "Fine, you give it back." But when he does it, he steals the money that was in her pocket, of course. Okay. And so you know, obviously, that's really great for her. And then. You cut to the next scene, basically, and she's going back to work with her awful boss. She's like a housemaid, yeah. and her awful boss is being awful, and the awful boss is, like, getting uh, leeches put on her for her health. She's like an older lady, yeah, a craggly older lady, and so she's, like, having these leeches put on by a doctor while still talking shit to the maid, like, you missed a spot, get back over there, but, like, really just being the micromanager that we all hate. Yeah. And so this girl, like, in her mind just has this moment of, like, is done. I'm quitting. You know the feeling. Yeah, I know like, the feeling. Like, fuck this job, right? Yeah, she's about to burn a bridge. Yeah. So what does she do? She goes and picks up the porcelain bucket that holds all the leeches, and she dumps the bucket of leeches on her boss's head. Yeah! yeah! <laughs> Got him! I love that. Okay. <laughs> so she dumps the bucket of leeches, and then she runs out the fucking door, dude. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because, you know, the, the wealthy elites are about to call them cops on your ass. Yeah, yeah, So yeah. she runs, right? And also there are, I didn't say this, but there are a lot of wealthy people within the South because they are the barons. Yeah. The barons, and this woman was one of the barons' people. So, like, there is elite wealth there, but... Uh, She's not part of it. Okay. So she makes a run for it. She runs back to her apartment. Her brother's there. 
Yeah. He's like, why aren't you at work? Because it's the middle of the day. And my question as I'm reading is like, why the fuck are you at work, Tom? Yeah. Me, his name was not Tom. <laughs> you, you made it Tom, though. <laughs> I made it Tom. You know this guy instinctually. I grew up with this dude talking a lot of shit from the couch that he hasn't moved from. Yeah. They, so, you said there was no couch. They burned the couch. They burned the couch. But you know what I meant. Yeah, I know. Mind. I know. So they get into a fight. Um, because he realizes that she is going to leave. Yeah. And they get into a tuffle, and she ends up um, knocking him down into the one table that they do have. And he, like, it's a bloody gash on his head, and she's running out. She doesn't know if he dies, but, like, he has an open gash in his head, and he's a drug addict. So, like, I'm, he's, like, described as not being in well health. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, like, there's a... And and they're eating tea. They're eating tea. They're eating so, boiled water. So, so like, yeah. I feel like a head wound would have taken him out. And the character herself does believe that she accidentally killed her brother. Yeah, that's right. all that matters. Her motivation is, I just murdered my brother. I threw a bucket of leeches on a rich lady. Yeah, yeah. So now she's running to where the job interview is, which yep. is on the other side of town. Okay. Right? So she's hustling. She's going to the other side of town. And um, she, this, she knocks on the door where the advert says the interviewer is. And she meets this lady who's, like, beautiful. Beautiful lady answers the door. Gorgeous. And she's like, this is a former blood maid, right? So she sees her. She's like, oh, my God, they're so beautiful. They're so elegant. Oh, this is so cool. And this woman looks at her and is like, this She, this is like a stinky little kind of gutter rat situation. Yeah. And she's like, maybe take off your shoes before you come in the house. Yeah. And they take her back to meet the guy the purveyor of the blood maids. Mm-hmm. And so she goes in the back and she meets him. So this is a contractor job. He's a contractor. He's a middleman. Yeah, yeah, but this is a contractor job that she's signing up for then. Okay, no. The guy she's going to meet, he's kind of like a recruiter. Uh, okay, so he works for like a placement agency. Yeah. Okay. Well, I feel like he's an independent contractor. Okay. He just goes to the rich houses and he's like, guess what I got? New blood maid. Okay. New blood maid in town. So she goes and meets with him. And he takes, like, a little sampling of her blood and puts it on, like, a... What's the bottom part of a teacup called? You know, like, a saucer? A saucer. He puts it on a saucer, the blood, and then he, like, sips it, like... And he's like, oh, my God, this is so great. And he's, like, going into, like, how delicious her blood is because he could taste the essences of, like, uh, sadness and, and like, all... Like, you could taste their emotions. Let me tell you something real quick. Yeah. This is happening, and she's like... Whatever gets me out of the industrial revolution. A man is drinking her blood and he's like, I can taste your pain. And she's like, whatever gets me away from these fucking coal stacks and my brother who loves the heron. Yeah. I just want to be in a place where I don't have to burn my bed to stay Uh, warm. I just want shoes. And not even pretty ones. Yeah. Just functional yeah. ones. So, like, when you start seeing this... Shoot him with them red bottoms. No. God, there's <laughs> the no time... shoes. Oh, no. Yeah. I'm here to punch it up, all right? This this is not why you're here. That's why I'm here. Oh, God. So... That's why you married me. I swear to God. It is so hard to make my own brain remember which way I'm going, and you're not helping. He drank her blood and went, mm, your pain. <laughs> That's where it was. <laughs> So then this is the thing is like once his character comes in, this is where it kind of started to feel like very, um, what's the Katniss Everdeen thing I said? Hunger Games. Hunger Gamesy. Like the way that. The, well, it's called the House of Hunger. So of course there's a little hunger in everything. Okay. But wait, you know how in the movie the, the aristocrats looked 
like that like very flamboyant the way that Stanley Tucci looked in that movie oh great bring it back to <laughs> most of our listeners probably don't know I'm sure they do alright the they, Tucci lore the, the Tucci incident okay so but you know, I'm just talking about the way that they looked right so that's kind of how they get described is like very that and he loves her blood and he's like meet me at the train station I'm gonna pay for your ticket and we're gonna go to the north and I'm gonna take you to this one baroness and she is like she's like the sommelier of blood like she's super picky but she also has these health issues so she needs more blood maids than all the other rich elite so she's like the blood maid connoisseur okay and if you get selected by her top tier elite blood maid like the michael jordan of blood maids i was gonna say who's the lady that used to run that magazine Anna Wintour? Yeah, she's the Anna Wintour of fucking yeah. Bloodmates. Absolutely. Okay. No, right. this lady would be the Anna Wintour. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, so they get on the train, and the train is filled with... Oh, the train reminded me of... Uh, Harry Potter. No, Snowpiercer. Oh, Jesus. Okay. <laughs> because it was like that. Like, Remember when they get to the front of the train, and they realize how rich all the rich people are living while they're in the back eating bug bars? Yeah. So it's like the front of a train. And again, she's a bug bar person, so she's like, the fuck is happening? They've been sticking my arm out the door the whole time. If we broke a rule, you guys are just up here eating eggs? Like, what? Yeah. So, she rides this train, which, by the way, powered on blood. It's called a blood train, and then they talk about how, like, it's not a steam engine, that it has some type of magical quality because they use blood. Time out. Yeah. Time out. I'm listening. I asked you at the beginning... Is this like steampunky? Okay. And you just described a steam engine. Run on blood. Yeah. You could have just said, yes, it's steampunky. Well, it didn't seem steampunky to me. You're describing like the, the... They don't stay on the train for more than like a chapter. No, I know. But this this feels very like like the, the Robert Downey Jr. Sherlock Holmes. Oh, that's a good one. Yeah. But I like the Cumberbatch one better. Okay. Okay. So, they get to the north. And the mythical north. The mythical north. Jon Snow is there. <laughs> he is not there. Different story. Okay. So they take her to like the Grand Castle where mm. she meets um, Anna Winator. The, the Anna Winator. Um, and she is, it's like immediately hypersexual vampire shit, right? Okay. Titties out. There's like, she's like the, the very rich lady is like sitting on her chair. There's a huge party, like, um, who is the Sun King? Like we're watching Versailles. Louis XIV. Yeah, it's like Louis, the, like Louis the Fourteenth, Versailles energy, party all around, orgies, people are drunk, doing drugs, and then the lady who's the main person is sitting like here, and she's got a naked lady sitting on her lap, and she's just like drinking off of her, like biting different parts of her body to drink her blood. She's like a little sexy blood maid. And meanwhile, the main character is like, this is so much better than the industrial revolution. <laughs> She's like the whole time. She's like this rocks. This is such a better life than I had before. So she doesn't say that because she's deeply confused. Because again, she's coming from the back of the train. She has no concept of what the fuck looking at. She's, and still, no way also is explained to her what a blood maid does. Yeah, nobody like they're they're not explaining to her like um, like they're gonna suck you. Yeah, they're not talking about the benefits package. They're not talking about what type of uh, job description we're talking about here. They're not talking about hepatitis. No, nothing. N- no safety protocols. Nothing. Nothing. Okay. They're just like you might be a good blood mate. So because you're sad. Because <laughs> you're sad. You got sad. You've got blood. so much trauma from your life that it tastes delicious. Yeah. Because hear me out. 
people that have no problems love to make up problems. Yeah, yeah. So the fancy lady is like, come forth. I want to taste your blood, right? And so she tastes her blood and she like bites her. And like, cause the original, the other guy like put a little needle in and was like yeah. classy with the saucer. This bitch was like, ah, I got you. Yeah. Right. And when she did it, she was like, whoa, this was so good. She literally like pushes the naked bitch off of her. Okay. And she's like, move. Look at this little muddy street rat. That's delicious. Yeah. Right. So they're like, you're in. You got the job, kid. And anybody that's ever been hired on the spot knew this was a bad idea. <laughs> Why are you talking about? They're like a family. Oh, they're like a family. (laughs) Yeah. So she gets moved into the castle. She gets her own room. She's like going through the room and like, again, it's luxurious. She's never had a bed like this. She's never had a fireplace. She's never had a bed. Yeah, she's never had a fireplace. She's never had a bed. I know. Luxurious satin sheets. Okay. She did, however, while she was like looking around the room, find a tooth on the ground. Okay. In her room. And is she that, was like, that's is, weird, right? Like a tooth? Is that foreshadowing? It probably could be. Well, I mean, okay, yeah, just it's explain the whole book. It's definitely... So she finds a tooth. Yeah, you can't just hit me with Chekhov's tooth. Yeah, listen. So then she also finds like um, like scratch writing in the wood under the bed. And oh, I cannot remember what it said. But it was important and I will hopefully remember soon. So then she meets the other blood maids. There's like... Th- three other ones that are nice to her. And they, they, they're all working for the rich lady. Yeah. Okay. They're all, and it's not even working. It's like this weird indentured servitude. So basically the contract that they give them is like, you have to be a blood maid for seven years. Okay. Right. And you can't break any rules of the household and get fired. And you have to live within the quarters. You're not allowed to leave the premises of the, the land that we own. Yeah. And at the end of your tenure, you will receive a $7,000 a month pension basically okay. so you complete seven years here you're not you're not going to get paid to be here you're going to get like a ten dollar a week stipend or some shit okay food and board right but when you retire in seven years only seven you rich seven thousand dollars a month go live your lap of luxury babes okay because at that point you your blood ages and so again you have to be young it's going to be that young blood right okay so it's not blood that's been tortured by the monotony of the world yet. So, yeah, yeah, this is an internship. Yeah, it's a free internship. It's an internship with benefits. <laughs> it's an internship with benefits and a per diem. Yeah. This still sounds better than everything else I've ever worked. So. Like, again, oh, and what's going to happen? Our old lady sucks you? Okay. How long do I do this? Seven years? And then I'm what? Free? Yeah. You're free. I'm free from being a wage slave? Yeah. Yes. Retired. Just fucking get Suck on wherever it. you want to go, old lady. <laughs> fucking, I would do that now. So, then... I guess uh, 38's too old to be a blood maid. <laughs> I think you're... Gonna be a blood butler? You're gonna be 39 soon. Too old. Oh, too old, too old to be a blood butler. <laughs> blood butler. That's such a good name. I know. Okay, so... Then... They, uh, the two, the three other blood maids that are there that like her are the set of twins. They're nice. And this other, uh, blood maid who's also nice. Mm -hmm. And then there's the one that was naked that was like on the lady's lap. She is the, the top blood maid. She is the elite. She's like. She's the bottom bitch. Yes. Okay. But she hates her. Cause she's Gina Gershon in Showgirls. Exactly. Yes. That is exactly who she is. Yes. Okay. She's Gina Gershon and she suspects 
based on that first interaction, that her replacement might be here and she might need to push a bitch down the stairs. Yeah. Right? You know what I love? <laughs> I love that we both watch Showgirls, but for totally different reasons. <laughs> Like, we both definitely watch it. Like, you watch it as camp and fun. Yeah. And I did not remember the plot. Yeah. <laughs> I was. I do remember somebody being pushed down the steps. Yeah. Then I fast-forwarded a lot. Yeah. Okay. All right. Go well, ahead. Well, some of us know how to enjoy the art of a movie. Oh, I enjoyed the art. <laughs> so, um, okay, wait. Um, damn it. I really don't remember where I was. Okay, Gina Gershon. Gina Gershon. Right. The head bitch doesn't like her. Yeah. So... They're like, she's starting to intermingle. She's starting to learn the lay of the land. There's like this whole thing where every morning after they eat breakfast, they have to go downstairs and basically be milked like cows. They have to be bled. So they like hook them up. They all sit there and they eat these breakfasts and then they they milk them for the blood um, so that they use the blood in all of the cooking in the household for the lady. You know what's funny? What? Yeah, I was thinking of just like... When you were describing earlier, like, you know, they get this per diem and all this different stuff, but it's like for that, for the main character who was living in basically, like, London with no food, eating hot water uh, with her brother, who's on the Heron, like, being there. And then she's like, oh, I get breakfast every morning? Like, this is the greatest job. Like, you could have paid her in eggs. Yeah. She's never, she never thought far enough ahead for the $7,000 a month stipend. Like, that's never, she's like, I get eggs every day. Actually, it's even better than that. They make them, like, cakes and stuff because they believe that the more sugar in your system oh, the, sweeter. the sweeter the blood oh. so every morning they get these beautiful little cakes and eclairs and stuff so they just eat the most delicious sugary sweets all day oh. so that their blood stays sweet which is actually like giving them diabetes I think Yeah. but I mean when you got $7,000 a month you can afford to have diabetes yeah but also age. like but no maybe the old lady sucking on them gets rid of because she'll be like mm, you're just so sweet <laughs> and that gets rid of all the extra blood sugar you know what you might be right I might be right I might be uh, a genius. That's true. Oh, I just thought of the word. It was, uh, nope, ret- wretch? I think it was wretch. She, like, sees the word wretch. Oh, scratched into Scratched the... into the bottom of her bed. I okay. think it's wretch. Okay. Okay. So, she goes and has a private meeting with the Anna Wintour lady, right? Okay. And such slander. I know. So, <laughs> they, just like. Trash in Anna. Is she still alive? Yeah, she's still running Vogue, babe. Okay. Um, okay. Even on a budget, quality is non-negotiable. That's why Quince is the place to score high-end essentials at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Get your hands on buttery soft cashmere sweaters from just 60 bucks, Italian leather jackets, and so much more. And the best part about Quince? They exclusively partner with factories committed to safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Elevate your style without the elevated price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns. Burroughs Furniture is built for the way you live. From ensuring easy assembly and disassembly to honoring highly requested new colors for their award-winning seating, they always have their customers in mind. Their modular seating is made out of durable materials to last and grow with you. And with Burrow, you always get fast, free shipping. Get up to 60% off during Burroughs Memorial Day sale at burrowcom slash ACAST. That's burrow.com slash ACAST. Burrow.com slash ACAST. I wasn't Anna Wintour. No, somebody did. All right, doesn't matter. Keep going. Okay, so they, like, have their first meeting, and it's, like, very sexual. Also, guess what? This book, super LGBTQ, super lesbian, 
got a little, uh, you know, graphic. I was like, oh my, right? Okay. Omri, I'm like, oh my. So they have like their first like kind of get together and there's a lot of sexual tension. Okay. Let's just say that. And she's like tasting her blood and she's making all these big promises about like how, how wonderful the future is going to be here mm-hmm. and blah, 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 blah. And then she goes to like, there's like a party that night. Cause there's parties every night. Yeah. It's just like. Because they're vampires. They're vamp- basically vampire people. Yeah. This, these are vampire showgirls. Go yeah. on. Vampire showgirls. And they, so they have these parties and she like, she does something at one of the events that kind of like turns the lady against her. Where yeah. she's just like, I don't want to fuck with you. Like, you're too immature. So they kind of send her back to, the, like, they're like, you need to more refinement. So, like, she has to take special classes. Yeah. She has to go, like, do all this training to be a better blood maid. Okay. She has to get that GED. Okay. A blood maidery. So she has to, like, learn the history of the four houses, the history of all of the north, and, like, so that when she goes to these parties, she's eloquent when she speaks about stuff. Yeah, she doesn't call it Versace. She knows it's Versace. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Like Showgirls. Yes. That's literally a scene from Showgirls. So then you did watch Showgirls. Yeah, no. When it was on VH1. The edited version on VH1, and there's nothing else on. But the unedited version? Babe. Yeah. Babe. You're making my book club way too sexy. You're, you're reading pornos. This is not a porno. You just said it got real sexual. It did get a little sexy. There was okay. some uh, sexy stuff. Okay, so anyway. she found out it's pronounced Versace. Yeah. And now and she's so back. she has to go like do all the stuff. But the whole time, the Anna Wintour lady is like really ignoring her and being rude. But the thing is, like, she feels like she is like, there's something about the situation that happens when this lady drinks your blood that like she becomes like almost psychically bonded. Yeah. yeah, right? yeah. So she like wants her attention so bad. Yeah. It's She's... called negging. Yeah. <laughs> what? Like pick No, up exactly where I'm going with this. Oh really? <laughs> yeah. She's clearly a narcissistic abuser. Cause she's like, you're so special. You're going to be great. And then like gives her that like big love bomb in the beginning and yeah. then immediately rejects her. So that she's wanting her all the time. Yeah, time out. Yeah. This, like, when you take this vampire stuff, right, and you reapply it to Dracula, yeah. and then you remember Renfield being played by Tom Waits in Bram Stoker's Dracula, mm-hmm. and then you realize that Gary Oldman was just like, no, Tom Waits, you're beautiful. <laughs> and then he's like, who's that over there? And it's, what's her name? Winona Ryder. Yeah. And he's like, is that Winona Ryder? And just shoves Tom Waits to the side. <laughs> he's like, I have to eat bugs to live. Yeah, I think yeah. we should always talk about Gary Oldman. Yeah, when... we should always talk about Gary Oldman, but more specifically with Tom Waits, phenomenal actor. Yeah, of course. Yeah. Okay, also Winona Ryder, you should go. So, they eventually, this narcissistic abuser, Anna Wintour, mm-hmm. brings her back into the light, brings okay. her back into the fold, so she feels love. And now this time, the love bomb is even bigger. Yeah, it's yeah. like, you're special. I have never felt this way about anyone before. Okay. Right? Meanwhile, she's like, Doing this with all of these bloodmates? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right? And so, while this is happening, the one bloodmaid who's not the twin that likes her, whose name I do not recall, she's starting to get, like, really sickly. Like, she's, they're taking too much blood from them. Yeah. So her hair's starting to fall out. She's very thin, blah, blah. And then the one that doesn't like her, the top bitch, she's going full crazy. Yeah. Like, she is in the in the book she's written as like having an alcohol problem at this point. She's also just seemingly going 
hysterical. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's very, it's described very much in that idea of what hysteria was. And so, like, she's going crazy and she's taking it all out on our main character because she thinks it's her fault that the Anna Wintour doesn't love her anymore. Because, again, she's emotionally abusing all of these women. Mm-hmm. And so you're watching the decline of the head bitch. Okay. And the main character, Marion, is starting to rise into that role. Yeah. And it's almost like um, uh, oh, when once it's from... When one supreme rises, the other one must die. Yeah, American Horror Story. American Horror Story. Yeah, yeah. So it's that coven. Cup. Listen, you know. I know. I've seen you watch it six times <laughs> as I walked by. <laughs> Maybe a hundred times. So um, she's really declining while the other one's becoming more powerful so, within quick, the court. The, the 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 old the old top yeah. blood maid. Yeah. How long has she been there? Years. But as not in, seven. I know, but is she like six years? Is they, she like five years? It's like two, three. It seemed like two, three. Ooh, that's not good. Yeah, two, three. So, again, if you get fired, you don't get your pension. Yeah. You can't quit, you don't get your pension. you got to stay there. Yeah. No matter what. Even if your girlfriend breaks up with you. Yeah. you got to stay there and still be her blood maid when she's got a new girlfriend. Yeah. That she loves more than you. No, I get all this. Yeah. But I was like, hey, if it was within six months, you'd be like, whatever. Yeah. You just you know ride I mean? it out, dude. Just ride it out. Put your headphones in. Listen to a podcast. Yeah, ride it exactly. out. Um, <laughs> so they, here's the thing. They're all going a little crazy. Everybody's being overbled at this point. Yeah. Everybody, because again, the Anna Wintour character is like very sick. They don't exactly explain what the disease is she has. So, so what you're saying is, is they're not hiring enough staff and they're expecting the staff that's there to do more? Exactly what I'm telling you. Yeah. But then... Because it's a recession. It's... Yep. So they're like, no, you guys just have to do more. And yeah. they're like, our hair is falling out. They're they're like, keep fainting. Like, they walk down the hall, they just faint. Yeah, yeah, Because they're all just like giving up too much blood. But, mean, but meanwhile, it's like 1780. So everyone's like, that's just what women do. <laughs> yeah. It must be their corsets. We yeah. Don't, we don't know why this would be happening. Yeah. So, but then here's one thing. This is how Washington died. So, the, <laughs> um, how George Washington died. So, there's a part where the Anna Wintour and the main character are like, like having you know, sex and they're drinking blood and it's like this whole thing. And then they like, she's like looking around her room and she sees that Anna Wintour has written a job ad for more blood maids. Yeah. And there's like descriptions of them. She's like, this one needs to be tall, thin and blonde. This one needs to be short and thick and brunette. Like she, she's writing all of them out. So the girl is like immediately jealous. She doesn't immediately think, thank God. Yeah. Maybe we could stop giving so much blood that we're sick. Yeah. She's like, ah, competition for attention. Yeah. And approval, right? So she like viciously gets into a fight with the Anna Winter character and she's like, you don't love me. You don't like me or respect me. I'm, you know, you said I was different and I was blah, blah. And she's like, you are. I just want to help around the house because some of the other girls, you know, they just need to you know, alleviate the workload. And she's like, no, right? So again, like, she's just so obsessed with this woman loving her yeah. that she's literally putting herself and everyone at risk. Yeah. Okay. I've never seen anyone do this at a workplace before. <laughs> I've never seen someone strive so hard to become the fucking team leader, shift lead, whatever, assistant manager of a shoe store. You've never seen anybody throw everyone under the bus to get a $5 an hour raise? Five dollars? That's like executive money. (laughs) 
I've seen people, I've seen a motherfucker uh, slash someone's tires over 25 cents more an hour. <laughs> Make sure that fucker is late the day the regional's coming through. Yup. So, then what happens is, they start, as the new head blood maid, she gets to sleep in bed with the lady, right? And they're like, so they're like, they'll have a little sexy time and they fall asleep. But then the, the lady, the Anna Wintour lady, she like gets up in the middle of the night and sneaks out of the room. Yeah. She doesn't know where she goes. There's like secret tunnels in the castle. So like she gets up and she tries to find her. Like where'd she go? Can't find her. Secret tunnels. Yeah. So. Like a castle. Like a castle. So this keeps happening. Now the, the original head bitch has gone completely cuckoo bananas. Yeah. Out of sadness grief anger also the alcohol yeah and also she has no blood so like i'm sure that's a factor yeah usually not having blood that'll do it that'll make you a little sick yeah so they uh fire her and she is told she has to leave so they fire her and she leaves and then um what am i thinking okay so she leaves she gets the other girl the new girl the one that is our character our protagonist, Marion, she gets moved into that room because that's the biggest suite. It's got like the balcony deck. It's got the view of the ocean. It's the it's the room for the blood maid. Yeah. yeah. So she gets she gets moved up. Yeah. Just like in Showgirls. Yeah. <laughs> just like in Showgirls. Just like in Showgirls. You're realizing slowly that you just read Showgirls. Oh no, I know what I read. Okay. So I'm telling you what I read. <laughs> Okay. So that's that confidence. That's that confidence so, by Mary. So then. The, the sneaking away thing is like, she's like, where are you going? Like, she thinks it's really weird and suspicious because, again, she's become obsessed yeah. with this love that she feels she has for her. Yeah. And she wants to know that she is the sole bearer of attention, right? So she's just concerned that she's going to find another lover, another blood maid that she doesn't know about. Meanwhile, somewhere down the plot day, she, the, the head girl, is playing with the other girls. They're like playing hide and seek. And she jumps into, um, is it Narnia that was in a, not a bookcase? Yeah, cupboard. She jumps into a cupboard to hide. Wardrobe. Wardrobe. wardrobe yeah. Because they're going to play hide and seek. But then the back falls out of the wardrobe and she goes into a tunnel. And she's like, oh shit. Secret tunnel. Secret tunnel time. Yeah. Okay. So now she's like in the secret tunnel, but it's like real musty. It's covered in like moldy mushrooms. It's real wet. It's all described as like mushroomy, wet moldiness. Okay. But she hears like noises and someone yelling. And she's like, the fuck? And unlike myself, she tries to walk towards the noise. Okay. Not me. No. Turn around, close the wardrobe, never happened. Because I'm getting that seven year pension, baby. Mm-hmm. I'm not going to look to see what the fuck is yelling in the mushroom terror basement. Yeah. Fuck out of here. Yeah. So, anyway, she goes, but she makes the wrong turn. She ends up walking into a different room where her teacher is. Because, again, she was in classes. And he's like, where'd you come from? And she's like, secret tunnel. I was playing hide and seek. Blah, blah. Anyway, he gets fired for that. Because I guess he said something he shouldn't have said when she came out of the tunnel. And, um, anyway. What happens is, she does find another entrance to the tunnel. And it turns out that the original head bitch that had gotten fired for going cuckoo bananas, she was actually down there, right? She was locked in a cage. Yeah, that sounds about right. And the... She had to sign NDA. The NDA. The Anna Wintour character had been secretly going down there every night. And instead of just drinking her blood, was drinking her life essence, was sucking her dry. 
so that like when she saw her she didn't recognize her she was like a walking skeleton she was like she a wretch so that's where the name wretch comes from right because she's like i'm not a person i'm a wretch like the guy from game of thrones who got like totally yeah, busted. I reek. yeah yeah she was very reeked out and so she but she's like not she's barely a human barely sentient because she's so she's so like lacking of anything at this point she's just like a gross horror right and so then this girl from the streets again because she's from the streets she is like hold the fuck on what are we doing here you're telling me you didn't fire her and let her leave with her two weeks notice you locked her back up in the basement and now you're going to slowly drain her of life and kill her is this the retirement package and so then she leaves there scuttlebutts out she goes and she finds, like, she goes digging through the office when no one's looking, and she finds all the paperwork on all the blood maids. And, okay, so she finds the paperwork on all the blood maids, and she realizes that there's, like, a stack of paperwork for blood maids, and none of them make it past a year, max. No one has ever made it to retirement in, like, decades. It's just that every time someone is too old or gets too crazy or too sick from what's going on, they just get sent to the basement, and then that lady sucks the life force out of them and murders them. Okay. So then they have to... She's like, shit, dude. She's like, this place isn't like a family. <laughs> I need to quit this apple This is just another job. <laughs> <laughs> it's like I never left the factory. <laughs> yeah. We are going to suck your soul, okay? Yeah. So she runs to find the other girls that were her friends, the other blood maids, and she's like, guys, I have got terrible news. And of course they don't want to believe her. Like, this is the best job we've ever had. Yeah. I eat cake for breakfast. Every day. They're going to pay me $7,000 a month in pension when I'm done here. Yeah. I we promise. We met ladies who did used to do it. Yeah, I'm telling you that this company that I'm paying into is definitely going to give me a pension when I'm done working here. They told me I just need $1,500 of seed money. Yep. And they're going to teach me how I can teach other people how to then teach other people. See, you're thinking MLM. I was thinking it just sounds like the shitty pensions that all the corporate uh, companies stole away from their employees. Oh, yeah. Well, I, didn't, yeah, I was just trying to tie it back yeah. to our podcast a little Sorry. more. This isn't our podcast. Deeper. This is my special little runoff situation. Okay, your book club. <laughs> so, um, they're like... So then they, she finally gets through to them. She's like, we got to get the fuck out of here. Mm -hmm. So they try to escape. It, of course, is a shit show. They've got people in the court trying to kill them. They've got her, the, the main character, hunting them down, trying to not let them get to the train. Yeah. They have to beg the train conductor. If the they train's could, run by blood. The again. blood train. It's run by they blood. They have to get on the blood train. Where are they getting the, so much blood for the fucking train? See? That's concerning. Yeah. Yeah. Did they ever say it was human blood? I feel like they did say it was human blood. Oh, man, that's a lot of people. That's a lot of people. Yeah. To crush uh, into fuel for Speak the economy. Speaking of real quick, don't ask why. But the other night I was like, how much do you get paid to sell your plasma? And I Googled <laughs> that. And you know where the top answer came from on Google? What? Bankrate.com. That only And it like legit, that. yeah, bankrate.com is where you go to look for like CD and IRA rates. Yeah. And they just had a fun little article about looking for a new side hustle, sell your blood. And I was no. like, and as I was reading it, I was like, okay, 
this is probably just an old. It's from like a month ago. They're like, we know shit's hard. Yeah. Yo, if you want to sell your Wall plasma, they Wall Street journaled it. Yeah. They were like, we heard you had to skip breakfast. Have you considered giving blood? Yeah. <laughs> they give you a cookie. Oh, uh, that's breakfast and orange yeah. juice. Yeah. Okay, so. They but get, anyway, it's a hundred bucks. That's it. A hundred bucks a bag. Oh, that's not too bad. But each time you go back, you get a little more. And if you do it for seven years, they give you $7,000. This sounds like a trap. Yeah. And then you also find a little bit about yourself, about what you're into Yeah, sexually. just like a little, like, ooh, a little booby touching. Yeah. Okay, so anyway, they... Who do you think should play the Anna Wintour character? Because before we finish this up, because I feel like you're wrapping I up. I pictured her as kind of like a Kate Blanchett. Okay. My mind went to like a very like... Because she was, like, a very thin blonde with, like, chiseled features and a little older with a little Is pale. Is she a little older or very older? Because, like... No, she's not that weird vampire thing where she's older forever. Yeah, I yeah. think she was just older than the main character. Okay. So she's she's probably, like, maybe 40. And yeah. for a 19-year-old living in London, you're like, oh, my God, you're ancient. Yeah. No one lives this long. Exactly. Okay. So, yeah, I pictured her, like, that Kate Blanchett character. Okay. Just very, like sexy and fluid yeah all right i get um, you i get you yeah yeah so yeah they get on the they get on the night train i was picturing angela lansbury no no there it was sexy i didn't say it wasn't <laughs> she was the teapot <laughs> so um okay they get on the train they the conductor is giving them a fucking ton of shit but they're like you got less on there's, like, people chasing us to kill us. And they're like, you're a dirty blood maze. And they're like, the fuck are you talking about? Let Your me... job is to transport you drive, blood maids. You drive a blood train, dude. <laughs> this uh, is like this is like going to the hotel and being like, this guy's about to murder me. And the guy, like, the, the front desk of the hotel is like, ah, we don't like hookers. And it's like, <laughs> you called me, dude. <laughs> so they get on the train and they escape. Okay. And that then, you know, they go on, they live their lives happier and... Uh, they don't ever get their pensions. Well, obviously. But they did steal a piece of jewelry that was worth money. I assume during this end of it, they'll sell the jewelry to mm-hmm. create uh, some type of safety net for themselves. So it's a happy ending. They get away. Um. Yeah, I guess. And they go back to the factories. Yeah. I guess there's really no place between the north and the south where they could just kind of stay. Just the blood train. Just the blood train. The whole thing, as you were telling me, it reminded me, I had to look her up real quick. It reminded me of uh, Countess Elizabeth Bathory. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, it has that that feel to it. Mm -hmm. That was the Hungarian noblewoman who was considered one of the earliest serial killers. Yep, she's awesome, dude. Uh, I love how they wrote allegedly on this article. (laughs) She might sue them. She's definitely still alive, dude. She was executed in 1614, allegedly kidnapping, torturing, and murdering dozens of young peasants' girls. Yeah. Where she drained her victims of their blood so that she could bathe in it, believing it held the secret to eternal youth. Yeah. Um, Yeah. It's, I've actually, I don't know, weirdly enough, I've come across like a lot of different, especially French, she's Hungarian, yeah. but French nobles. They were deep um, into that stuff. Who were deep into that stuff, who just really liked stealing kids. Oh, God, babe, we can't be that kind of podcast. No, we're not going to be that kind of podcast, but it's just one of those weird things that you find as you, Listen, as you read through this Listen, this is stuff. a sexy lesbian vampire story about how capitalism will crush you with nothing but lies. Because it makes bitches of us all. Exactly. Yeah. It's not about people stealing kids. Okay? Don't bring that up. No, okay. I'm not. <laughs> I'm not going to bring it into it. All right? She is a teen, though. You did say she's a teen. Whoa. All right? What? Whoa. They said they couldn't be older than 19, right? It's true. 
So she's a teen. She's 18. She signed a contract. Okay. Well, she has to be 18 or else they couldn't sell the book. <laughs> so, all right. Well, I think so that's was... the book that I read yeah. um, this week. And now I know all of it. Yeah. It's like I read it myself. Exactly. And now you can continue to not read any books. There we go. I really enjoy this. It's because yeah. I read comic books when we go to bed. I know. And I read articles all day. I usually read news articles and things like that. Yeah, I know. Yeah. There's just something I still have to put po- I have to bug you about stuff. Yeah, I know you like to poke and prod. Yeah. Anything you want to say before we wrap up this episode? Um, no, but definitely I say no, but yes. Um leave feedback. Let me know if you like this, because I read a lot of books and I would I tell Alex them about them no matter what. She do be reading a lot of books. I read them and then I yell them at him. And I am happy to do it with a microphone so that y'all can enjoy my very spoiler-filled book reviews. Yeah. <laughs> um, this is like my Goodreads account, except it's not just me being like, uh, hated it, stopped reading at page 107. Yeah, I think Mrs. Promania's <laughs> book. I think Mrs. Promania's book club is too long of a name. We need to. Th- we need something like Cliff Notes. Cliff notes, yep. Because this is kind of you, you. Because if you if you bought the book on tape, right? Yeah. Which, by the way, book on tape, my absolute favorite thing I ever saw was at a Love's truck stop. I think I was in Indiana, and they had a bunch of book on tapes on CDs, yeah. right? And their way of describing it was, and I quote, "Like a movie for your mind." <laughs> and <laughs> so, listen, my mind uh, does a great job. Yeah, so we should come up with like a Cliff Notes or Spark Notes, one of those type yeah, of things. Yeah, listen, hear me out, y'all. If you if you, you have an idea, email, for, if you have an idea for what we want to rename this segment, this extra little podcast thing we want to do, yeah, you let us know in the email or the comments in Patreon, whatever. I'm I'm down to listen and hear ideas because I'm gonna do this no matter what. And if y'all want to hear me do it. I'm down. And if uh, if you want to hear her do it, then I got to hear her do it. Yeah, he's going to have to hear me do it no matter what because I need to tell him about the things because there's no one else to tell because I hate typing out good read reviews. <laughs> Join your library, everybody. Have a great week. <laughs> Bye. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns.